Eric Scottolotti mentioned on the Not Movies podcast, he talked about our show a little bit. Yeah. And I believe Sean asked, why is it called the Media Lunch Break? Oh, I do, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, is it, is it because they do something with food? And there was a long pause. And it's a, it's a good question. It's a fair question because, in all honesty... There's no... Yeah, we had a reason that yeah. it was called this, and then we quickly abandoned that reason. That's true. Yeah. I'm not going to tell them why. They're gonna, <laughs> fuck them. I don't care. It's called this because it's called this. And whatever. Eric brought up, uh, he, he saved the day by saying we do order food and we eat it in between our episodes. We used sure. to eat it on mic, which turned out to be a very bad idea. Yeah. There was a lot of, ch- there was one episode in particular. I remember I was asked, I asked you a question and you had like just yeah. taken Hold a bite and you were talking and chewing and I wanted to be like, stop it. <laughs> stop doing it. No, 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 no. Um, usually we start this with more flair, and I have no flair. Rick Flair. Woo! I can't, I can't believe you just made a wrestling reference. Why? You think it's too highbrow for me? Yeah, I just, I, the storylines are so dense, I figured you would never be able to follow them. Yeah, they're dense. I find that I have a lot in common with them. I feel like that was the perfect spot to start, and I can't. I'm trying to muster. It's not even that joke. I don't know what's going on. I'm like trying to muster the energy to do it. Yep. I don't know. You can get those kid, those ruffians in here from from downstairs, and have them. I don't know. Just threaten me with their glass breaking pipe. We're with those kids. They're just breaking bottles downstairs. You are the oldest man on the planet. They're just they're they're just standing in an alley. Literally, okay, this is all right. This is the image that that we walked by. So we're walking to Andrew's building. We're walking by the alleyway where all the trash is, and in this alleyway, two children with a pipe are just breaking things, just shattering glass. For no reason at all. And they looked up and looked right at us. Did you notice that? Like, we were looking <laughs> yeah. at them as we walked by, and they stopped and looked at us. And yeah. I was like, oh, we're dead. Yeah. This is at, like, 6 in the afternoon, broad daylight. But I still felt like, oh, that kid's going to take my wallet. I feel like together we could take one of them down. Not the one with the pipe. We could take... There was a bigger one and a smaller one. The bigger one had the pipe, and the smaller one had had the bigger one with the pipe to protect okay, him. Sure. We could take the smaller one. <clears throat> but what do you think is the likelihood that we'd be able to pit them against each other somehow, using our rapier wits? Like 5%. Really? Yeah. I bet, I bet we could distract them and then bore them with random trivia. No, I mean, I, trivia? I, I'm, I legitimately think all we would have to say to the big one is, hey, hit that one, and he'd probably do it. I think if you followed it with, hey, hit that one, he has candy. Seemed a little old to do it for candy. Blow? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all the time. It takes a eat a good sandwich and then down a couple of shots of vodka. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Have you ever done blow? Um, uh, no. Have you ever done blow? I mean, no. (laughs) No. Apparently... (laughs) Blow was done. That was a weird way to say. I don't know that I specifically know what blow is. It's cocaine. Is it it specifically cocaine, or does it also refer to cut cocaine? cocaine. Or 
Oh, I, I don't know if it's like uncut cocaine. I think it's. I know it's cocaine. I don't know. We are what, the whitest people. <clears throat> well, yeah, but cocaine is the whitest drug. That's true. Um, Both literally and figuratively. When I was in college, apparently people did blow at parties. I had no wow. idea. This was, and these are parties I was at. It wasn't like people did these at parties and I was sitting home alone masturbating, right. which also <laughs> happened. But apparently, like at like, and I heard about this stuff like years later. Right. Where I was, they were like, oh yeah, remember that party at Blah Blah Blah's apartment? Yeah, s- these four people were doing cocaine in the bathroom. You're like, I just thought crazy. they were and very like, talkative. What do you, t-? and no one asked me if I want, no one has ever offered me cocaine. No? No, and I know for a fact people have done it, people have done it. Well, yeah, certainly people have done it. Well, yeah, no, but I mean like, it, around me, like, even at my, where I work now, I know for a fact, I, by the way, I'm like the oldest person that works at where I work, which is not good, <laughs> but so I work with basically like a bunch of 20 year olds. Yeah. And so every once in a while they'll, they'll be like, Hey, I'm going to go to the, I'll, I'll be back. I'm going to the bathroom. And then they come out and they're like, I just did cocaine. And I'm like, why? First of all, why are you telling me? Yeah. Secondly, it's like two in the afternoon. I don't know what you're doing. Thirdly, I'm not going to say yes, but at least offer. Yeah. Like, come have I, on. Have I told you my uh, being offered cocaine story? No. It's only happened to me once. and Wait, save it, and we'll do it, and then we'll do it like a separate. Well, this can be in this and also a separate thing. I don't know how editing works. <laughs> That's what we did with our first two stories. Like your Oh, right. I guess you one. did just pull it out of there. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's so, what she said. Uh, so, Scruff McGruff would be very proud of me. Um <laughs> I uh, I was at like a performance art comedy show. It was very strange. Already, I'm in. It was actually pretty entertaining to say the least. Um, it was it was set up to be a museum. It was this guy's. It was a friend of a friend, and he had set up a museum to his life, and had people wander around this museum of stuff that is important to him for oh, about an hour. You've told me about this museum. And then he did, he and a bunch of his comedian friends, they would be openers for like 10 to 15 minutes. And then he did like 45 minutes right, or something. Right, right. Um, so while we're waiting, like we're, we're in the walk around section, we're waiting for comedians to come on. Right. Um, a friend of the friend who invited me, not the friend who made this museum, but a separate friend. Yeah. Like our, our friend went to the bathroom after introducing us to this guy. It's me and my girlfriend. Never done any drugs. He goes, hey, can I can I get you guys anything like from the bar? Do you want some beers or something? And we were like, oh, no, it's fine. You know, we're, we're actually OK. So um, key thing to keep in mind at this point is that we have turned down alcohol. <laughs> and the very next words out of his mouth, and he said it as though we were at his house and he was disappointed that he couldn't do anything for us. His next words were, OK, well, what about cocaine? Can I give you some cocaine? And we were like... <laughs> No, thank you. As though as though we were in his kitchen and he was like, you guys want some water, orange juice, cocaine, maybe some toast? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's my story. That's amazing. That's... Needless to say, we did so much cocaine. That yeah. Night. Oh, I mean, you got, oh, because you would feel rude not doing it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, bet, I just love. Uh, by the way, how many times when, when you go over to someone's apartment, do they offer you toast? Listen, I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I thought it was just weird that you always offer me toast. Well, yeah. And I what's what's weirder is I always say yes and you never make me toast. Do you 
Do you know you're supposed to do that afterwards? Well, I, I do. Or are you just taking a survey? Well, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I do make toast. I just eat it. Mm. I only make it if you say yes, and then if you do want toast, I eat it in front of you. You do, and you chew it slowly. Yep. And, and stare you directly in your eyes. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, I mean, you you always stare me directly in my eyes in a slightly challenging, <laughs> unblinking manner that it's also slightly sexual. <laughs> Which, it's hard to have one without the other. It's the the way I do it. It is. Um, are we gonna do news? Uh, we are. Yeah. By the way, I am. I don't know if you can hear. I mean, I don't know when I said you. I think I meant Andrew, but also all of you out there in the void. Of I'm like totally. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm like a hundred percent stuffed up right now. It's really pissing me off. I'm not gonna lie, but it's just like ah, I just woke up and I can't breathe, and it's yeah. really it's just pissing me off. So I got that. So I'm stuffed up and I'm hungry and I'm just tired and I'm not in the in the best mind. Which for us, you know what that means? It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a good, good show. Yep. It's gonna be a really good. Every time I'm pissed off, it's a good episode. It's a good one. I can that's, fix one of those things. That's we have the Chinese food sacrifice coming. I make for for you people. That's the sacrifice I make as well. I interrogate Chris. Yeah. You mean instigate? Nope. Okay, fair enough. Where were you? What were you doing on that day? I know you were there. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't me. It was the kids with the pipes. Um, there is a ton of news to get to. Yeah. A lot, And not just like a bunch of little things. Which like, is great because usually our episodes are too short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always a problem. Um, but like big things. Like everything I got is like momentous news. Yeah. So I got... Momentous news all around. So, what, you want to start with DC? Or you want to start with Marvel? Okay, I'm going to play this game of chess with you this time. Okay, and I'm going to choose. Okay, Marvel. Too bad. I want to talk about DC. I actually chose one of the two. I'm very impressed with myself. I really took a little Russian roulette right there. Oh, is like you gonna... chose DC? No, that really is my lead oh, up I one, see. actually, but this like... time. Well, yeah, exactly. I sort of called your bluff on it, Whew. too, because I, I was planning on picking Star Wars. Oh, but then I, that I, was close. I thought you would do one or the other. Never going to do that again. That I didn't like how that felt. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Anyway, um, so Joss Whedon came out and said he wants to write and direct a Batgirl movie. To be clear, he didn't come out and then say that. <laughs> I mean, he could have. He could have, but he didn't as far as I know. I mean, know. he didn't. Yeah. So Josh Whedon wants to write and direct a Batgirl movie, which yeah, pretty exciting. much means Josh Whedon's going to write and direct a Batgirl movie. You said Josh Whedon. I, no, it's the stuff nose. Shut up. <laughs> Josh Whedon. Oh, good job. That was better. Yeah. So you just proved it wasn't the stuff nose. Shut up. Okay. That's uh, fantastic. I'm nearly certain that before that movie gets written, he's going to leave. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like, almost definitely. Right. I mean, the one thing that... Uh, the, the fact that you say that actually reminds me, he was supposed to, years and years ago, do a Wonder Man... Ooh, mm -hmm. Wonder Man. Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Um, I remember and that. And he walked away from it. And it's the only time I've ever really heard of someone walking away for it for upstanding reasons. Because he had said, listen, guys, I want... I mean, Wonder Woman is my favorite comic character. I really want this to happen. Um, I've tried every which way to make this happen. I've been writing and writing and writing. I can't do it. Like, yeah. I just... I, he, he just could not crack it. And he's like, I'm not gonna... I could easily turn in a draft the studio like, and they'll make it, and it'll be shit, but I'll get the check for it, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And so, I think that 
look, I think if he wants to do it, Warner Brothers will find a way to make sure it gets done. We thought the same thing about Ben Affleck as the True. director. True. However, you also don't have the pressure of the star writing and directing. It's not the, the trifecta of it. Yeah. Um, plus, you've recovered with Matt Reeves, who's a great director as well. Right. Um, and I forget who the screenwriter is on that, but I know he's pretty good. I, oh, it's his, I think it's Ben Affleck's partner from Argo is still writing the script. Oh, okay. Um, for, for Batman. Yeah. So I think Bad that... Batgirl is a great character for Joss Whedon. It's a great character for him. And, and they're, it's kind of a, a coup for Warner Brothers because they're getting someone who's directly related to Marvel. Yeah. You know, you're taking one of their big guys who... Now, admittedly, he was like, I'm done with yeah. that. But he did craft the both Avengers movies. Yes. And so... Um, he did craft one Avengers movie into two separate movies. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for for the fault of Ultron, yeah. like, the first Avengers is great. Yeah. Ultron is pretty good. It's fine. It's not my favorite. It, it, yeah, it's worse than the first Avengers. Yeah, but it's but still... But not much. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Um... So I mean, is, with, it's got that Hulkbuster scene, it, it, which is yeah, freaking that's worth sweet. the ticket price already. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so that's I mean, that's kind of a coup for them. So I have yeah. a feeling. I I feel like with this, they'll kind of back off a little bit just to make sure it gets it gets made. Okay. Um, do you think? I mean, so let's just. I mean, first of all, here's here's another episode that will. Just never end up finishing, which yep. is the Joss Whedon Batgirl movie. Oh yeah. Um, but do you have any thoughts on what you what you either would like to see or what you think will be included? Some people have said killing jokes. Some people have said after the killing joke. Some people have said just a scene where she and Batman do it, like in the in the movie in of the, the killing, killing joke. joke. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, all killing joke. Just ideas. any killing joke is on the table. Um. I think doing the killing joke in any aspect would right. be a mistake for a couple of reasons. One is uh, you, you killed Superman after the first movie. Right. Don't don't um don't handicap Batgirl in the first movie. Right. You know. Also, the killing joke isn't like the killing joke isn't a Batgirl story. It's a Batman story. Yes, it is. It's sort of in a way Batgirl's weakest moment as a character. She barely does anything at all. Yeah. Which I think is why they gave her that ridiculous storyline well, in the movie. she's not... She doesn't appear as Batgirl in the actual Alan Moore story. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You just see her as Barbara Gordon. Right. Um, so it wouldn't even be doing the killing joke, even if they say they're doing the killing joke. Right. right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, you would have to Logan it. You'd have to old man Logan it. Yeah, I get Which what is you're redo saying. it and then have it end somehow with her getting shot in the back right. or something. Yeah, I think that... I. What I think they should do... First of all, they, they've said that they're going to concentrate more on the new 52 Gail Simone run. Oh, great. Which is basically the aftermath of the killing joke. Yeah. Is that she gets... Oracle. Um, right. Well, she's Oracle, but she then um, becomes Batgirl again. They they do some surgery on her, and then she learns to walk is again. Is that the... I remember seeing promotional ads for Batgirl, like, taking a selfie in a bathroom or something. Uh, I think that is... It's still... That's still New 52. Yeah. But that's... That was around that time. Uh, I, I don't think it's the same... Like, it's not the exact same... I gotcha. Uh, run. Different run. Um, but... I think and and that I think is is a good idea. I think it's good to do it if it were to do it after the killing joke, 
take the idea. I like the idea of, first of all, you have an older Batman. So we've established that, like, there's some sort of a timeline before Batman v Superman yeah. where this stuff has been going on. Right. So, and you've established a Joker in this universe. So you can kind of use that to your advantage. You can. And I, th- I think that creates a nice, you know, it, it gives a nice drama and a, and a nice conflict to the character. I, I feel like it would be very short-sighted, though, because you really want to be able to set up Batgirl as her own hero. Right. And then have her in, like, three or four movies so you can take her away build her back up as the Oracle, and then build her back up as Batgirl again. If she starts as the Oracle and then becomes... Because what you could do is do sort of a cheeky movie where she's, uh, you know, um, tethered to a wheelchair. Right. She comes up with a way to be able to walk and uh, be a superhero. And she can very easily have a secret identity that no one would suspect and also be Batgirl at night because they'd never suspect the girl in the wheelchair. What you're describing right now is the 90s television show Mantis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. do you remember that show? Yep. Yeah, where so, the yeah, guy was in a wheelchair and then he built himself yep. a little suit that he could, yeah. So you could do that, <clears throat> but then what? Where do you go from there? Well, the the reason I like it is that it gives... There's a conflict other than whatever external one they build into the story. No, agreed. That goes into it. Um, but you can have that at also, a later date. I like, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But that being said, I have a feeling this universe isn't going to last that long. I, I, I but that's feel how like you make it last longer. If you, if you can set up the characters and develop them in an interesting way, that's how you do that. You get Joss Whedon, he's going to make this last. Yeah, you know? I agree with you there. You but get I, people like him. Right, but... I can't... The other thing is I can't think of... Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be based on any storyline that's in the comics. But if they're... I I just... I like the idea of kind of having her be a little older, like post-college type of thing. I mean, you can do that and still do the other stuff, too. Yeah, but but I think if you have a history built in, the Mm -hmm. way that they've established with an older Bruce Wayne and things like that... I think if you have a, a history built in, then let's mine it for all of its richness. I agree as well, but you don't. You can also have her. The same thing with Batman. We don't know that he's been, you know, that he's found the Green Lantern ring and and all this other stuff that's happened to him in the comics. Right. We can just have an older established Batman, and we can have an older established Batgirl as well, who yeah. goes through the same stuff. Yeah, but I think that if you if you go in, I think it's more interesting as you start the story. As if the story's been going on the whole time. And I think by doing it post-Killing Joke, it gives a thing where it's like, it, you know, we pick up with something that we haven't seen this whole story. We pick up in the middle of it. We know that she's conflicted about something or there's something that is like holding her back from doing, from being as good as she possibly could be. There's something, there's some fear in there. Um and you're right. I mean, it doesn't have to be the killing joke. It doesn't have to be the fact that the Joker shot her. But I like the idea of starting a hero where they've been doing this for a little while. Something really bad happened. Like, it got, it, she got in over her head, and then she has to figure out how to overcome that herself. I just don't know. I mean, I... I... Look, I think we're just going to disagree on this, but I think that you have to develop the characters before you can strip them of their pride first. I think it's, it's, I'm going to watch that movie if they do that, and I'm going to be like, oh, so this person I don't know is in a wheelchair now. Okay. Yeah, but with Joss Whedon, I think you're going to watch it and go, this is ripping. Like, think about this. Think about when um, Rhodey fell out of the sky. Yes. And even though he was fine and had lost his legs, right. we were 
devastated. And yeah. he's barely in that series. Right. But he's grown with us, and right. we've grown with him, and we see him lose the ability to walk, and it's detrimental. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think the loss of her walking is the is the thing that you that you hinge the story on. It's about becoming it's about overcoming a fear. That's no, I, what the story is. Yes, and about. I, I wasn't trying to akin it to the same disability. I no, was just saying. No, 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 but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, we felt, because we were connected to that character, right. we felt for it when he lost the ability to walk. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I I think you build the story on, and that's why I'm saying you don't, it doesn't have to be the killing joke directly, but I like the idea of, like, I like the idea that we don't, it's not an origin story where we watch her become Agreed. Batgirl yeah, and definitely. blah, blah, blah. So she's already, so let's say she's already Batgirl. But then I like the idea of like the 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 whole story is about she's Batgirl, she can feel herself or notice herself not doing as well as she used to do. And why is that? And if she, whether she knows it or not, and then she has to overcome that and realize that it's it's in her head. That's what's what she has to overcome. It's not whatever villain she's fighting. It's not whatever external conflict. There's an internal conflict that's always revving and always going, and you have to overcome that. So you think in Betty White to play her then? Yeah, All right, that's good. what I'm thinking. Yep. Um, actually, speaking of that, uh, any gut instinct on who do you like to see? <sighs> see, there's a lot of actresses who are the right age and could probably get cast in that role but i just wouldn't want to see them because i don't think they're right for it okay um like someone like sandra bollock or uh um, oh, that'd be interesting yeah but I'm, I'm not a big fan or uh even anne hathaway i'm like i'm kind of sick of action movie catwoman right anne hathaway yeah i i don't know man i know a lot of people have said emma stone but that's okay young yeah that's um, very young I mean, for if you want to go in that in that right. direction, like the Gail Simone was, I think that she was uh, almost out of college. Okay. I think she was in well, like see, senior year. I, of I actually think Emma Stone would be better for a uh, Robin replacement. She'd be ah, oh, yeah, she would be good. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. Um, some people have said um, I cannot remember this actress's name. But Stephen Lang. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Um, Stephen Lang for Batgirl didn't get go. didn't get Deadpool. Yeah, so we might as well give him Batgirl. Why not give him something for God's sakes? Um, yeah, I, the the girl who plays Money Penny in the, in the James Bond series oh, right now yeah. has gotten tossed around. I think that'd be really good. Okay. I'm even gonna go farther and say, and I'm totally forgetting all of these actresses' names, which is terrible. But um, she's in Thor Ragnarok now, and she was in Creed before. Uh, I can't, oh. you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I have not seen obviously one or the other one of right. those movies, but um, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she's in the trailer for it, which we'll yeah. we'll talk about. But we sure will. Um, but her, she, I think she'd be great as well. Um, that's pretty much that's all I got for that. Did you see the new poster for Justice League? Yeah, how unexciting it is, and sort of unacceptable on an aesthetic level. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Batman's face is in front of the word "unite," and the rest of the wording is uh, is on is top, on of, top him. of him. Yeah, it, so, it so they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to block the star's face. Yeah, that's nice, but yeah. it, it bothers me. Okay, <laughs> that's all I had to say about that. Oh, great, wonderful. <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> I just, you know what? There have been a couple of posters that came out. This is always the least. Ex- uh, for some reason, Justice League, uh, Justice League, fuck this fucking head cold. Um, Justice League posters keep coming out when other posters come out. Yeah. And they're always the least exciting Well, the ones. same as the, the trailers as well, actually. Uh, Kevin Smith gave his um, 
reactions to the new Thor trailer, which we'll talk oh, about. Oh, really? Again. Okay. And he's before that, he was like, you know, every time Justice League comes out with some big, or, yeah. or DC Comics comes out with some big news. Yep. Uh, Marvel comes out with something too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and like, um, they came out with this poster, like a day later, Joe Casada put out the Defenders poster. Did you see that? <laughs> I haven't seen the poster, I don't he, think. He made a poster for the Defenders. And it looks great. Did you it see the really teaser? Cool. We'll talk about that too. Yeah, I yeah. got that down. Great. Um, but yeah, I just, Justice League has, listen, I, I, the trailer, I really like. Yeah. Um, gives me a little hope for the movie. Sure. Um, that being said, like every time a poster comes out, I'm like, what the, f-? like they're doing nothing. Yeah. Like those Spider-Man homecoming posters are yeah. amazing. Yeah. That one. And it's not him, even a person. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just a drawing. Awesome. They're so good. And at yeah. the same time, a Justice League poster came out and it's just them on a cliff. Who gives a shit? Like, that's the thing. There's no personality. To yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, they're just standing. There's nothing heroic about them. They're just standing and maybe walking somewhere, even though the Flash really shouldn't be walking. And yeah, Batman I can't, has I a can't plane. tell if they're looking at a threat or if they're looking at... Hot dogs? A Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell. You know what I mean? Like, are they are they about to get into a cab? Or are they about to save the world? Yeah, Cyborg looks pretty hungry. Yeah. Uh, Batman has his, like, classic... Batman's always hungry. Stone face on. Yeah. Wonder Woman's never hungry. Nah, or always hungry. Who can tell? She's immortal. Who can tell anymore? Um, you don't have to eat. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Not on that. All right. You want to go again? You you got another one? Yeah, I do have another one. All right, go All right. again. I, I am gonna go again. You know what? You go twice in a row. Thank you. That's fine. Sure. That's, Monopolize that's... the thing. I don't care. What do I care? <laughs> head cold. <laughs> You're just gonna start announcing the word head I'm cold. Just, just whatever. I need an excuse for something. I'm just gonna say head cold. It's your punchline. Yep. Head cold. So Dolph Lundgren is <laughs> yeah. You got this too. Uh, I had it. I didn't. I didn't put it in mind, but yes, I heard it. Go. All right. Dolph, say it. Dolph Lundgren is uh, taking on the villainous role in James Wan's Aquaman. Yeah. According to THR, Lundgren will take on the role of King Narius of the aquatic kingdom of Zabel. All this sounds like bullshit. I'm pretty sure it's all from Scientology. I mean, it it does have to do with the sea, so probably. All right. Evidently, this character is going to claim Mira as his own and want to kill Aquaman. I mean, who wouldn't? Sure. I um, forget who plays her, but it's Amber someone Heard. famous. Yeah. 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 She's good looking. Also, have you? I mean, have you seen her in the Mira getup? I mean, have you seen her? Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah. This. You know what? Aquaman again, and we've said it before. Aquaman, like coming yeah. out as a front runner. There's no bad news for yeah, Aquaman. No. Ever. Which is a phrase I never thought anyone would ever say ever. Yeah. This cast has shaped out to be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And like sort of a dark horse. Like, Jason Momoa is not a huge star, and no. Dolph Lundgren is kind of washed up. Right. But they're both perfect choices. Is it Lundgren or Lundgren? L-U-N-D-G-R-E-N. Lund... Lundgren. 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 Oh, yeah. This is This is big. Carrie Fisher is going to be in both episode 8 and episode 9 of Star Wars. Wow. According to her brother. Very bold. What they've come out and said uh, is that she's going to be in episode 8 and episode 9. Now, we knew about episode 8 because she had already filmed everything for episode 8. Yeah. Episode 9 apparently is going to be using... They're not going to... They're not going to... What's his name? 
Grand Tarkin. Lundgren. Yes. <laughs> oh, Peter Cushing. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're they're not gonna Cushing it. They're gonna. That's a verb. That's a thing now. That's all, a thing. All the kids are doing it. Cushing it. That's what those two kids were doing down in that alley with that pipe. Um, they. They're not going to CGI her face. They've said that before. What they're going to do is they're going to use old footage. Oh, yeah. Of, like, unused footage from... From 7. From 7 and 8 and put that in. I don't know how the hell that's going to work. I mean, listen, I trust them. They can do anything. Yeah. Um, I At first I was like, yeah, all right, good on, good on you. Like, I, I want her to be in episode 9. I don't want it to be a weird, like, just one shot of her smiling at the end or something. Right. Um, the word hope. Hope, yeah. I don't, and I don't want, but, and I, I don't want them to do the CGI face thing. So at first I heard this, I was like, oh, great. But at the same time, part of me is like, wait, but then how's this going to work? Well, to be fair, this is what they did for Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Hunger Games. True. Yeah, that's true, and it did work pretty seamlessly. It did. There was I remember noticing there was only one thing that I was like, well, that was supposed to be him, and it was when... Oh, because he's reading a letter. Yeah, Woody him. Harrelson comes in with a note from he's the like, guy. I gotta, but you know what? Even that kind of works. I kind of get it. Like, it kind of works. It. I, I. You know, I don't think I thought of that until after I left the movie. Oh, I, I. when he was reading it, I was like, this is supposed to be a monologue said by Philip Seymour Hoffman. See, I read it and I was like, no, nah, it makes it like his character doesn't have to it's, show up to a jail. Well, no, certainly whatever. not. I mean, it's not a plot hole, but right. it is like, I was like, well, <laughs> this is, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, you're, did you have a reaction to this when you heard it? Sounds great. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they're going to put her in in a substantial way. So and that's, that, yeah, that's and good. that they have a, an easy non-CGI way to do it. Yeah. Do you think they'll... I, see, upon hearing this, I think now part of me is like, part of it they're going to surgery. I don't know. I, th- I feel like that's going to happen. They're going to have to, to be able to marry the two, maybe? Uh, I'd be surprised, because again, they didn't with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right, but he is... Well, I guess you're right. I don't know what kind of... We don't know what's going to happen in episode eight. Yeah. So who knows? Or nine. Speaking of episode eight, actually, as of when this... As of right now, when we're taping this, we have no trailer for episode tape. eight. Who uses tape? Shut up. As of... No, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. As of this taping... Fuck you. I'm using... I'm old school. All right? I only wear the headphone on the one ear. I say tape. I'm afraid of small children. I'm yep. old school like that. Yep. All right? Um, and I like butterscotch, damn it, and I'm not afraid to tell anybody. What? Where am I? How did she say about Episode 8, trailer? Right, episode 8. Um, as of this recording, um, we don't have a, a, a trailer for episode 8. By the time this recording comes out, I'm pretty sure we will have a trailer for episode 8. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think it's supposed to drop tomorrow. Oh, wow. Um... Because they're having the Star Wars celebration. Oh, yeah. And everyone's pretty sure that the Episode Eight trailer is supposed to drop during the Star Wars celebration. That's going to be great. Because um, I think a Force Awakens trailer dropped during that. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. I think that's that's true. Um, so everyone's assuming that it's going to drop tomorrow. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, we should have an Episode Eight trailer. So since this episode has come out and the trailer's already happened... Do you want to talk about it just like it already happened? Sure. I mean, about, okay. My, what was your favorite part? Um, I loved when 
Princess Leia was flying the Millennium Falcon. Sure. Um, I thought the Chewie kiss scene with uh, Ray was a little like I, I didn't want to know that plot point. Like, oh, there was a little I see. spoilery. You well, it was a little. Um, you're misleading a little bit because there's also a character named Chewie. It's short for Chewbacca. So right. when you said that though, you meant like they're they're chewing when they're kissing though, right? Yeah. Well, it, that I, is weird. I just assume that's how how Wookiees kiss. Oh, it is. You do mean Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were just saying you, that she was kissing someone and it was Chewie. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, they do like a weird. Like yeah, they yeah. were. There was obviously tongue. Sure. Yeah. What about you? you? Any parts you liked? I mean, the part where Han Solo crashed the Millennium Falcon was weird. Yeah, because I, I thought he was dead. It, well, it seemed very real right. as well. Like, it might have been improvised. Right. I think they used... I, I feel like they got... Footage. Real footage, footage of yeah, that. I think you and, might be right. And just I did it. notice that, that the Millennium Falcon seemed more CGI than usual, and it looked like there was a plane under it. Well, it looked. It was weird that it flew into like um, just a regular mountain than, yeah. rather than a spaceship flew through some or trees. Something. Yeah. Also, they didn't bother to take the CNN banner off of it, which was very odd. Thought that was weird, but I guess you know who knows. Listen, satellites go. They beam for galaxies far, far away too. So. All right, so overall, good, right? Yeah, overall, yeah. I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, a lot of twists and turns. Jude Law is set to play a young Dumbledore in the Fantastic Beasts sequel. I saw that. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good choice. I think that's a very good choice. Yeah. Uh, one, because he's the one and only British actor that wasn't in any of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> uh, and so we had to get him in there somehow. Sure. Um, I think it's a good choice. Are they going to do the... Is this going to now lead into, like, the, the Wizard Hitler yeah. something? Well, I thing? think, I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp is playing Wizard Hitler. Yes. I forget his that name. Is but... That is true. That is true. And aren't they doing, like, five movies of this yep. or something? I think either five or five more. So six total, possibly? Yeah. I didn't even see the first one. Yeah, me neither. I wanted to, but it came out around the same time as Rogue One. Yeah, and now there's no... And you can't go to see two movies... Like well, it was also over Christmas, so like I was spending time with family members. Okay, so you see the error of your ways now. Um, yeah, I think that's a good. I think it'll be good. Um, I'd be interested to see. I almost said I'd be interested to see what he would do with the part, but really, I'm not. Not not in a bad way. I just he'll be fine. He'll be yeah, great. He'll be good. He'll nail it. It'll yeah. be good. Um, what else have you got? You know what I'm up to. What are you up to? Thor trailer, baby. Let's get into it. That was pretty good. Yeah. I saw one of those. Yeah, you did. You saw it all over the place. Everybody saw it. I think it's now the fastest. It replaced the It trailer for like the most watched thing on the internet It had a good day. Yeah, really. Um, You know, we were talking about the Kevin Smith reacting to the the Thor Ragnarok trailer earlier. Uh, A quote that he had was, uh, he described the trailer as one of the greatest things to happen to the civilized world. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's so good, it looks like James Gunn directed it. I was going to say that, and I really like that. And I'm not saying, like, the other two Thor movies are terrible, and thank God they're doing this. I. It's a nice change of pace. It's a nice change of pace. But what I was thinking is that I like the idea of... You know, when Guardians came out, as much as everyone loved it, a lot of people also went, but how is this going to mesh with the rest of the thing? And now you're starting to see a bridge. Yeah. You're starting to see that as, like, how this colorful world is going to come into play with the rest of them. 
But yeah, I love the the color in it. I love the fun they brought to it. All the actors look perfectly They're, cast. Yeah, they look great. Kate Blanchett looks fantastic. She looks fucking phenomenal. When she, she breaks the yeah. hammer, oh. I was like, holy shit. Single tear. I was... Because it's one of those things where you're like... It's not. It, I don't know what the hell I'm saying anymore. Head cold. Anyway, it's well. No, it's, it's no. It's one of those. It was one of those moments where part of me was like, "Do I want to know that point?" And then I was like, "Yeah, I want to know that because yeah. I don't know anything else that." Well, happens it's probably in this. very early on. Yeah, that you can tell that's the impetus for it. This, also, doesn't it do anything because the real question is, how can this person do this? Right, which isn't explained. Yeah, because the the hammer can only be lifted by one person. Right, and yet she has no problem lifting it. Yeah. Well, it looks like he threw it and she caught it. Well, it's still holding it. You know, yeah. it doesn't just drop. Yeah. Looks very good. Looks Jeff Goldblum looks fantastic. He does look great. And I think he's going to be great because he's not, he's going to, um, <clears throat> he's not going to take that part and chew the scenery with it. That seems like a part that, you know, he's making announcements to a whole coliseum. He yeah. could do something like giant, big, yeah. grandiose things. And he's just like, all right, for the main event. Like he just yeah. kind of says saying things. It. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's also I'm great. glad they're adding the uh, Captain America humor it was it's much needed in Thor I think we talked about this yeah. off mic a minute where like you know in Winter Soldier one of the the great things about Winter Soldier is the sense of humor it has about the fact that this guy knows nothing about pop culture and he's sort right. of becoming more accustomed to the modern day yeah and we see Thor describe the Hulk as a friend from work yeah yeah I love the idea <laughs> of like you've had Thor who has been this fish out of water yeah. In the other movies, mm-hmm. he's the odd man out. But now hes you get this kind of feeling of he has spent so much time with Earthlings and on Earth that he's in he's some becoming ways the kind odd of man out. the odd man out in space yeah. where he should fit in like like a glove. His, fits, his first line in the trailer is, hey there. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I, I love it. I, yeah. I love the look. I love, yeah, yep. it's so fantastic. You can, I, I'm so excited for it. I've never been more excited for a Thor movie. True. In my yep, life. Same. I mean, this it just the song. I know it's just in the trailer, but I love the song that they use. This, I, I won't say I love that the it's, graphics that yep. they use. Oh, yeah. Well, that's another thing, too, that Kevin Smith brought up is, and he would know how difficult this is. How in the world did they obtain the rights to a Led Zeppelin song? Yeah. Because they are notoriously difficult to get the rights for. They don't right. even sell their music on iTunes. No. Yeah. I don't know how they got it, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's gonna be yeah really good. This has the I won't say that it's likely to be this, but it has the potential to be the best Marvel movie so far. It you know what I would agree with you actually. Yeah. Just by the just by judging the trailer. Yeah. Uh, which with Marvel movies you can kind of judge accurately. Yes. Uh, if um, if the movie is better than average and we get a sweet Thor Hulk fight in it, yeah, that's it's gonna be it's gonna be up sweet. there with the yeah. top yeah. top few. Um. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn had an interesting quote. He said he wanted to bring the Marvel villain Wilson Fisk to the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. Really? Here's his exact quote. The one guy I would love to bring into outer space is the Kingpin from the Daredevil TV show. So I don't know if I'd want to bring an Avenger into outer space, but I wouldn't mind bringing Wilson Fisk up there to see what he would do in outer space. You know what? That sounds crazy at first, and the more you dissect it, the more you unravel it, it actually would be fucking great. Well, it's also crazy, and that's what James Gunn does well Right, with. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, that character, it, it sounds like that guy would be so out of place, but really, what you're talking about, especially with Guardians of the Galaxy, is you're taking a character who is all about just obtaining 
all the power he can. Yeah. Taking this small, uh, this big fish in a small pond, a pond, putting him in a larger pond and watching him grow. Yes. So, like, what do you do with someone who is power hungry and can have more power than he's ever possibly imagined? Sure. Well, and can you imagine him being in, you remember the, the prison break scene in the first Guardians? Yes. Like, imagine him running that place. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That'd be phenomenal. Because yeah. you know he runs the prison in yeah. Daredevil. Yep. Now, yeah, now give him extraterrestrials that like have umpteen abilities yes it's gonna be it would be it would be chaos yeah. it'd be awesome here's hoping they listen to that yeah really um speaking of another trailer defenders trailer came out did you watch it wasn't really a trailer it was a teaser it was a teaser yeah uh did you see it i sure did i i really liked it yeah me too it was cool um all the characters look Look, they don't say a single line, and nope. every single character is the character. Uh, what I love about it is it, it is just Mysterio enough to, to whet my appetite. Yep. Like, why is Daredevil not dressed as Daredevil? Yep, and yet he's he's like in his lawyer outfit, but he's got a mask, well, a fake, yeah. a, a makeshift mask yeah. on. everyone is out of breath. Yep. Everyone's... Danny Rand looks really sad. You know what my favorite part of the trailer is? What's that? D- that Finn Jones doesn't speak. Yeah. That's my favorite well, part. Well, I was, I was looking at it, and I was like, I wonder why Danny Rand's really sad. And I think I think I know why. He saw the ratings. Yeah, well, I think he's just depressed because he realized that he's uh, the worst of the four <laughs> of them. And he feels so out of place. Both as a character and an actor. Yeah. I think he, he was like, he's just standing there, and they're like, why don't you just use the iron fist? And he's like, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. And he's really upset. And then Luke Cage and Daredevil have to go to Jessica Jones. And they're like, just tell him. Just tell him what happens to all guys. Just tell him this happens to everyone. And she's like, no, I'm not going to. It doesn't happen to all guys. This isn't that common. You know, it's interesting. And he should be sad about it. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. What? Uh, he probably is the weakest character. He is the weakest character. I mean, not only in character, but also in phys- physically. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He should be able to beat up Daredevil, and he can't, because he can only use it once a day at 2.36 p.m. in the afternoon, and then he's out of breath and he needs a sandwich afterwards. <laughs> he's like, got to eat a lot of citrus. Before yeah, can... I don't understand. Like, he needs to carb up. Yep. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, even he should be able to give Luke Cage a run for his money. Maybe right. not to feed him, but... Right, I but mean, he should be able to... And he would just be crushed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the war. He's, uh, he's, I think he's leaning against that wall and staying quiet because he's like, if I don't say anything, maybe they won't notice that I'm here. And <laughs> maybe the American people won't. That would he be nice. Looks like, he looks like the Defender's little brother who's like, come on, guys. Let me play along. And they're like, no, you can't come like, with us. No. And the mom is like, no, Lamos or around. You have to bring your brother Danny out. Yeah. And Luke is like, oh, come on. Ah. I got invincible skin, and this guy's got a glowing fist he uses once a day. A broken clock is right twice as many times as he's able to use his iron fist. Stupid fist. Stupid fucking... And he only uses one at a time. I don't understand. This is a long way of saying I finished Iron Fist. And yeah. It's still as bad as I thought it was. Yep. Um, we, we got a, a look at Frank Castle's iconic skull gear in the new Punisher set I didn't... Photos. I... I, I didn't see it well let me see lucky it. for you i've just deleted it you motherfucker <laughs> oh my shit looks good right that is amazing 
Yeah, it's exciting. Do you think they'll explain how he gets it? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it won't be anything crazy. I hope he crazy. doesn't. I hope he's just like, nah, fuck it. I got a skull thing now. Well, that's what sort of maybe. I mean, in the last one, he sort of just found some armor and put it on. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's just like, nah, I like the skull. I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. Who cares? I, I imagine it's going to be something simple like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it'll be that way too. Oh, by the way, last thing on the Defenders thing. Yeah. Um, in it, I think this has now been confirmed, uh, that they revealed the release date for the Defenders. Yeah, in the video. Yeah, yeah, it is August. Hold on, what is it? I don't know. Play. I have to actually watch the. Oh, August eighteenth. Yeah, it's going to be the the date the defenders drops. That's fantastic. That is That's great. So soon. It is. It is. And in between there, we get Thor Ragnarok and Guardians Two. Do we get the Punisher? No, I think Punisher's in the fall. You got the Punisher stuff. Isn't August in the fall? No, I meant... Is that still summer? uh, Well, it's kind of in between, but I meant... I thought Punisher comes out like actual fall. There's no way of knowing. No, there's no way of knowing. Um, What else you got? I have one more thing. And I got one more thing. Is it the same thing? No. Okay. All right. You go first. I will, because I think yours is more important. Oh, yeah, it is. Apple is reportedly looking to buy Disney for over $200 billion. Um... What? Apple is reportedly looking to buy Disney for over $200 billion. There's so many things just in that headline alone that my brain cannot even process. According to Variety, they're looking to pull off a $237 billion takeover of Disney. And this would create a company worth $1 trillion and almost limitless opportunities in content and technology. Okay. I can't... Here's what I... Okay. I can't process the fact that it's Apple. I can't process that someone could possibly buy Disney. I mean, it's not technically a person. Hold on. I can't process the idea of $237 billion. My mind just exploded. How do we feel about this? Is this a good thing? Bad thing? The invention of Skynet. Go. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, I can't imagine anything would really change. Like, I, I feel like Kathleen Kennedy would keep her job. The only difference oh, is that... I feel like Apple would be like, yeah, everybody keeps their job. Yeah. We just own this now. Yeah, we just want money. We just want it. Yeah, we get a cut. Yeah. And, and we can just release all your shit so much easier for all of our shit. Yeah, it's true. They could put it on every Apple device. Yeah. It's... Yeah, 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 I mean, for the most part, I think it's fine. Things are going really well for Disney, so at the moment, I don't really like change. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, I, but I will say this: Apple is the one. Apple's a weird company in that it's the one major company that no one seems to like have a major issue with. Like I've yes. never heard everyone who rails against the one percent and da da da. No one has ever gone like. Fuck Apple, they're taking over the world. Everyone's always like, yeah, Apple's fine. Everyone else could go fuck themselves. Well, it's interesting because a lot of the biggest, like Google's the same way. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. the biggest companies, because that's how they get that big. They make people like them, so they buy their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, Apple was the first company where it was like, everyone's like, Pepsi's ruined the world. <laughs> and I'm like, 
what about Apple? Apple literally owns everything. And they're like, well, I have an iPhone. I, I think it's pretty good. But I actually own no Apple products. and I, I know, think... and it's a rift in our friendship. We've <laughs> talked about it many times. But I think Apple's fine. Like, uh, Yeah. You know. And so that, that's what I mean. If it was any other company that was like, I want to buy Disney, I'd be like, no, yeah. stop this. I feel like Apple would buy it and be like, yeah, just keep doing whatever you're doing. I just want, we just want the money. Yeah. It's fine. Want the money, Lebowski. Yeah. All right, what's your thing? Uh, what's my thing? Um, let me just look it up. Is it that Stephen Lang was cast in Deadpool? Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. That's fantastic news. Wow. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. Um, let me just, uh, Josh Brolin is gonna play Cable. Oh, it's not Stephen Lang. Nope, it's not Stephen Lang. What a mean thing to do. I know, I was terrible. (laughs) I'm a terrible person. So how do we feel about this? Uh, you know what? I'm good with it. I actually really like it. I think it's good casting. Mm -hmm. It's impressive that Fox is like, yeah, I don't care that you're in the MCU and play for the other guy. You're going to be in this one too. How many? Thanos jokes? Yes. Oh, so many Thanos jokes. So many Thanos jokes. Yeah. How many Jonah Hex jokes? (laughs) Fewer. Fewer? At least least one. Uh, I'm going to say three. Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to max out at three. I'm going to guess one. They don't like to stay on those, you know? True. But there's going to be a bunch of Thanos jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm fine with it. I would have preferred Stephen Lang, but he's better than any of the other names we heard. Right. So. I think he can do... I mean, he's been in a bunch of Coen Brothers movies, so yep. he's kind of adept at a little bit of comedy. I'm not... He's definitely not like a comedian. The way that I would say Ryan Reynolds is, where it comes a little organically. But that's great. You got Abbott and Costello. Yeah, you have a straight man. You and I think you have a really good straight man who knows how to be a straight man. Yep. More than being the but, more than um, making the jokes, he knows how to bounce the jokes off. He him. sure does. Yeah. He sets them up. Yeah. So I think it'll be good, and he can definitely cover the action. Yep. He can def- definitely, definitely play the character. I hope he's going to have enough time to play it while he's playing Thanos, because I know that it's. Very difficult for him. He's in a lot of that stuff, and it's it's. I know it's time consuming, and I think he'll be he'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, he was in at least like thirty Four whole seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds of Guardians. I think. Yeah, you know, I, but they'll probably just CGI him into the the other twelve seconds okay, for Avengers. Do you think he's already filmed his scenes for the next like ten movies? For Marvel. Probably. I would imagine, because I can only imagine Thanos isn't going to, there's not going to be a whole lot of like, a whole lot of Thanos punching people. Yeah. Scenes. You can't. Pro- probably not until. No. Infinity Wars at least. No. They probably, I mean, they probably wrapped him in like a week. Like it's him. Yeah. On the big chair in front of a green screen doing a lot of stuff. Him and Stanley. Yeah. Him and, St- and Stanley just standing next to him. Yeah. As like his minion. And then. I bet you I bet you it's just a lot of that. At least for the first one. Yeah. And then for the second one we'll get some punchy punchy, but we don't have to but I I'm pretty sure a bunch of his stuff was probably done like a week to two weeks. Yeah. Side note, did you know that um Infinity War is gonna be the our introduction to Captain Marvel? Did I know that? I didn't know that. Let's say yes. Okay. So uh, anything... I didn't know. No, I don't think I did. No, I did know that. Actually, okay, I'm great. a liar. I knew that. It doesn't matter. Do you have, do you have any other thoughts on uh, Josh Brolin? That uh, just in general? I mean, he's a good looking man. Um, he he looks like one of those guys he would, who smells good. He looks Not great. He looks like one of those guys who owes you money. Or you owe money, too. 
Sure. But definitely Actually, one or the other. I don't think I would owe money to Josh Brolin. He looks like one of those guys I look like I owe somebody money. And Josh Brolin <laughs> has come to collect. James Brolin, his father, looks like the type of guy I owe money to. Sure. I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean, literally, there's a guy who looks like James Brolin. I owe a lot of money to. His first name Sally, last name May. Yeah. I mean, either way, my kneecaps are pretty much done. So. But it's cool, because now you get to be the Oracle for a while and then become Batgirl again. I mean, I, if, as long as I'm as quippy as Joss Whedon, I guess. Have I told you that I recently realized that Joss Whedon and Will Wheaton are not the same? They're not related. I almost, I thought you were going to say, are not the same person. I almost did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, you didn't, you thought Wesley from Star Trek was related to Joss Whedon? Yep. And he had never made an appearance in anything Joss Whedon had ever done? Correct. I think that's where you should have made the connection. Really? Not in the place where their names were spelled differently? <laughs> yeah, all right. I guess so. Yeah, that's, that's where I would have done it. Wheaton? And Whedon? Yep. Lundgren? Lundgren. Lundtrin? Yes, Lundtrin. That's his name. Okay. His name is Joss Lundtrin. Yeah. I mean, he's got enough to do because the Expendables are done now, too. So that's good. Joss Whedon? All of them. Everyone. Everyone has a lot more time. The Expendables are done. That's a bonus bit of news. Expendables are done. So everyone has a lot of time in their hands, okay? Speaking of everyone being done, are we done? Oh, yeah, we're done. Great. All right. Oh, hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. What? what? Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. I'm he- right here. London? If they want to, if they wanted to tell me how to pronounce it, where, where, where could they? Uh, you could try on Google.com. That's a good search engine. Fuck you can also you. try on Metaspider.com. You can also Wait, look Metaspider? on Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves is a good one. Another good one is Bing, but don't use that one because you're not Lexus Spider-Man. Lexus Nexus? Never heard of that. What? That's an old one. Where can they find us? They can find us on, I almost said Google.com. You can find us on Twitter.com. You can find us on Google.com. You can. I've actually, never done it, but Actually, I'm sure we can. should just start saying you can find us on Google.com in all of these. Because <laughs> you'll sure. find all of them. Uh, we're on Twitter.com, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. You can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching our name yeah. the media lunch break we're on there you can find us on YouTube and give us a subscribe we're going to start giving out stuff as soon as we hit 100 subscribers uh, to find us on there just search the media lunch break you'll find us feel free to listen to us and give us a rating on uh, Google Play Music or iTunes or SoundCloud when our name there is the media lunch break you can find us on soundcloud.com uh, slash the media lunch break and uh, you can also feel like chipping in a little help in hand you can a little go couple to, of bucks a little couple of bucks yeah. maybe one buck just a couple of bucks and maybe one can you give less than a buck? No. Good, you cheap bastards. Throw in a dollar. Technically, Jesus. we only see 95% of whatever you give because the rest goes to Patreon. So you can technically give 95 cents with a five cent fee. That's all until Apple buys us for $237 billion. Can you imagine? Anyway, it's patreon.com slash. I literally can't. I said that before. Were you not listening? Listen. When I'm hungry, it's hard to hear you. (laughs) It's funny. When I'm hungry, it's hard to hear me, too. Are we done? Are we treble? (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't even with that joke. You're so proud of yourself. You're so... (laughs) 
proud of yourself. Uh, <sighs> I'm shutting it off. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Head cold. <laughs>